0: Welcome to the Ridge to River Outdoors podcast, spontaneous dialogue, enduring memories, and lively tales about fishing and the outdoors with your host, Doug St. Denis.
1: Welcome back, guys, to another podcast. We're going to be talking some fishing today, and specifically, I want to talk about destination Fisheries. You know, a place, maybe you might go every year because it has become your thing, but it's certainly probably not a place you would go fish every week or every month. I have a couple friends who have gone fishing in Mexico to the legendary Lake El Salto. And they have shared their experiences with me, and they had absolutely nothing but fantastic things to say about where they stayed and, of course, their fishing experience. So I thought today we would have a chat with Mike Whitlow with Anglers In International. Now, Anglers In International has destination fisheries in several places. And I'm hoping that today we're going to pick those apart with Mike Whitlow with Anglers Inn International. Mike, welcome to the show.
0: Thank you, Doug. Glad to be here. Looking forward to talking to you and everybody about fishing in famous uh, Lake El Salto and Lake Picachos in Mexico with Anglers Inn International. And also a very, very fun trip to the Amazon fishing in Brazil for those
1: giant, mighty peacock bass. Yeah, I mean, the destinations that you guys have are pretty incredible. So we've got to talk about it. Let's start with El Salto because bass anglers have seen Giant, giant bass coming out of El Salto. But you guys have really developed that experience at the resort. Tell us a little bit about that.
0: Well, your experience starts as soon as you hit the uh, airport in Mazatlan. We pick you up in private vans with beer, water, and soda. We whisk you up to the lodge, up into the Sierra Madres. It's a beautiful lodge right on the on the shores of famous Lake, El Salto. Great lodging, you know, meals, drinks, open bar, alcohol included. We even do your laundry for you every day. Wow. And then fishing out of 18 foot aluminum boats with your own guide, you know, we're going to put you on the best bass fishery in the world. And let me tell you what, just the accommodations and the food, that's a good start. If you're a bass guy, this is Disneyland for us bass guys.
1: Wow. You know, I've, like I said before, I've had a couple friends go down there and they have had nothing. But good things to say. Everything from the fishing to the food. I mean, let's talk about the accommodations first before we get on the water. What kind of packages do you guys have for single anglers or couples or maybe even families that are coming down?
0: Well, we we offer our standard four night package. There's a four our standard package is four nights, three and a half days of fishing. We do offer couples uh, packages. And, you know, they can either be a non-fishing companion if your wife doesn't fish. or Of course, a lot of the ladies are really liking to fish, especially when they go down there. They don't have to fish all day. They come in for lunch and siesta, and they go back out for uh, the afternoon, come back in for drinks and hors d'oeuvres. But the thing is, is their guides are putting them on fish. They're catching fish. They're having fun. And on top of that, the ladies, we've got a full-time masseuse and a spa there at the lodge, and, you know, we kind of pamper the ladies in the afternoons and the evenings. So, we, we make it a couple's destination, too. Families bring the kids. You know, we, we offer discounts for kids uh, 18 and under. Hmm. And uh, fathers, sons, fathers, daughters, moms, daughter, it doesn't matter. Uh, it's it's a family destination, too. You know, and it's just a lot of fun. It's a bass fishing vacation.
1: That's amazing. And it looks like you have top-of-the-line executive chefs. Oh, Yes. Yes, uh, our
0: our typical rotation of menu is uh, one night we'll be serving you ribeye steaks topped with shrimp. Mazatlan is known for its uh, shrimp fleet, you know, about an hour and a half from there on the coast. So we do an all-you-can-eat shrimp and uh, Pacific Coast lobster uh, night. We do a traditional Mexican buffet. We do Brazilian ribs and chicken, carne asada for lunch, uh, eggs to order, omelets, whatever you want for breakfast. Our chef's making it. We get you out on the water. Let me tell you what. Usually everybody says I gain five to 10 pounds when they come down there on top of catching one of the biggest bass of their life.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's great. That is great. So let's talk about fishing and what some people can expect, you know, preparing in advance and also what they can expect when they get there. Because I know that my buddies that have come down, you know, they bought gear uh, and tackle specific for that trip. Let's let's talk that through a little bit.
0: Well, we, we have several seasons. Uh, we're open uh, from the 1st of October, and then we close at the end of July. August and September is our rainy season. So when you get there in October, you know, we've had the rainy season. The lake is filled back up. You know, it's an irrigation reservoir. It goes up and down every year. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, all that flooded brush, the top water is really good in October, November, early December. You know the the chatter baits, the spinner baits, the sw- It's one of the best swim bait lakes in the world, as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. You know, for your plastic swim baits, they just love to eat those. Of course, they're chasing tilapia and shad, and so what do you imitate that with? With well, a swim bait, exactly. Uh, so that time of the year, and then we have late December, January, and February. You know, you got the the pre spawn, the big spawn. You have a small one in January, the big one in February. So that's when you're catching all the fish moving up to spawn, move on beds. Then you have the post spawn, and then around the end of April first of May, it's it's all post spawn feed, and then they go on their summer pattern, and that's when the numbers get really really crazy. In the fall during the winter, the numbers go down a little bit. A typical day, thirty to sixty fish on average. Uh, we've had some guys down there. Uh, some of my guys just got back, and they were averaging sixty to seventy. Uh, one of them, his third cast, got an eight and three quarter pound fish. He says, "I'm coming back." That was his first words he told me when he got back. Uh, in the, the, the fall, you know, your, your numbers are down. You have cold fronts that go through, and that affects Florida strain largemouth. However, that, that late April, May, June, and July bite, the swim bait, the topwater, the crankbait, the rattletrap bait bite, there's many, many days we're averaging 80 to 120 fish in that 3 to 8-pound range with bigger fish mixed in. It's just, it's, it's an insane lake. It's full. There's plenty of forage, and these fish are hungry all the time.
1: So really, if a person's coming down, it would behoove them to get some information from you guys as far as specialized tackle that they want to bring based on the season that they're coming.
0: Absolutely. So, you know, when you when you call me up and, and book the trip, I handle, you know, the bookings and stuff. Uh, depending upon the season that you're going, I will send you a suggested tackle list that's dialed in to that specific time period that you're fishing. And it's proven. I've been going for 27 years. I was a customer for about 17 years, and now I'm fortunate to be the, the rep for the Western United States and working for Anglers International. And so I've, I've been down there many, many times over the years. I spend about two and a half, three months a year down there now with customers. And so I've got it dialed in. So I want to make it your, the best experience you've ever had. So I'll help you from the time you start uh, packing, how to pack, what to pack what type of tackle to bring mean, i'll help you through the whole experience and just make it easy for you to go
1: nice now a lot of people think man i don't want to buy rod tubes and take my rods i mean what's what's the deal with rods and reels because i know one of my buddies brought his reels and a few rods but there are rods down there as well right well,
0: that's the deal. So you're still going to have to bring your own reels uh, in your line and your tackle, you know, because every, bass fishing is so diverse. People fish so many different ways. But, you know, and again, we'll give you a suggested list that's detailed for the season you're coming. We teamed up with St. Croix several years ago, so we now have top-of-the-line St. Croix rods at the lodge available for the, for you to use at no charge. You just, you do away with no rod tubes in the airport, all the hassle of packing it all down there. You just come down there, come into our pro shop. You pick out the rods, whether it's spinning rods, bait casters. We've got swim bait rods, fiberglass crankbait rods, all top of the line St. Croix. And they're they're there for you guys to use to make your experience the best.
1: That sounds awesome. You know, I'm on St. Croix's pro staff as well. So you guys you pack up your favorite reels with with brand new line on them, go down there, you are literally going to be fishing some of, of the finest fishing rods you're going to find for any freshwater fishery in the world. Absolutely. So, Mike, I've been reading about Lake Picachos, and I'm mm-hmm. hearing some pretty amazing things about this destination. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but Aren't you guys the only resort on this lake? Uh, no, we we do have uh, have another resort on
0: the lake, and then a couple a couple, uh, couple outfitters uh, that uh, keep uh, stay away from the lake, you know, but bring you to the lake to fish. Uh, so there is some competition down there, but we we are the premier outfitter there on Lake Picachos and Lake El Salto.
1: Let's talk about Picachos. What is it about that lake that? Is drawing anglers to it? Well, uh, Lake
0: Lake Picachos is a fairly new lake. We opened our lodge uh, approximately eight years ago there. And with it being new, they basically they built the dam, they backed this river system up, stocked it with some, you know, the Florida Strain Largemouth, and of course it's got the tilapia and the shad. And with all those trees in the water, all that flooded brush, mm. flooded timber, this lake exploded. It's a numbers lake. And uh, over the years, these fish have been getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Uh, lots of the fish are in that three to five pound range. Uh, I believe the lake record's a little over 12 now. Wow. Uh, we've had some uh, some of our clients catching double digits already in this lake. Uh, I think my biggest is nine six on Picachos. I've had a lot of clients catch, you know, 8s and 9s. But just the numbers, uh, 200 fish a day is not uncommon down there.
1: Sounds like a flipping and cranking kind of
0: lake. Oh, yeah. Lots of crankbait fish, lots of plastics. Uh, I just had a couple in there last week. In three and a half days, they caught 468 fish, and uh, they're already booked to go back in March. They just love it there.
1: Okay. They caught how many fish?
0: 468 fish in three and a half days between them.
1: Wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. (laughs) Folks, if that doesn't pique your interest, something's wrong with you. I mean, you just... You shouldn't be listening to this show because you don't love fishing because that sounds absolutely amazing. Now, what do you think is. the big difference? What, what what would you, of course, the location is different. You're fishing different water, but Picachos is in the same area that El Salto is in relatively, right? What's the big is. differences between El Salto and Picachos?
0: Well, all of the Mexican lakes, when they first start them up, they just have this explosion of fish in bait fish. And so, you know, the numbers go up as the lake matures, you know, as a lot of the timber deteriorates and stuff, you know, the fish get bigger and more mature. So then uh, it, it starts to even itself out as far as, you know, the, the numbers, you know, of, of different age groups of fish. Uh, you know, right now they're still in that growing stage, you know, and, and I imagine we're, we're thinking this is going to be the next El Salto. It really is, you know. Within ten years, ten more years, you're going to be a lot, a lot of double-digit fish caught in this lake.
1: Wow! So I imagine the seasons are pretty similar, but because Picachos is such a young lake, there's really not a bad time to go fish. There's
0: there's not a bad time to go fish either of the lakes. <laughs> wow! So what we do offer, Doug, is you know the, we do offer a combination package, and so uh, what I try and tell a lot of guys if if, especially if it's their first time in New Mexico, of course, everybody dreams of going to El Salto to catch that double-digit fish. Mm-hmm. There's lots of them in there, and lots of my clients have caught them. Uh, but what I tell everybody is you want to go to Lake Picachos first. We do a six-night, five-day trip, so three nights uh, at each, each lodge, two-and-a-half days of fishing, okay? So you go to Picachos, and you catch the numbers. And, of course, you got the opportunity to catch some giant fish. Then you go to Lake El Salto, okay? After you've been worn out, you've you've got your hook sets down pat, you've caught a lot of fish. Then you go to El Salto and you hunt for the Grandes. Wow. That's what a lot of my guys are doing now.
1: That sounds like a good plan. Wear yourself out on the smaller ones and then go get the big ones. Absolutely. So when you're at Picachos, and let's say you're there no matter how many days you're fishing, do you fish with the Mm -hmm. same guide each day?
0: Yes, uh, our policy is uh, when we give you a guide, uh, you stay with him the whole time. You know, the guide at first, you know, he's starting to learn you on your first time, and he starts to get to see your fishing pattern, how you fish, and you start getting used to him, and and you just develop a relationship. And a lot of times it becomes friendships over years, Mm -hmm. you know, when people go back and ask for the same guide. But, yeah, we don't swap guides out because then you're fishing with somebody new every day and different styles of fishing. Our guides will customize, you know, their fish into how you fish, and they'll also teach and train you, you know, how to catch these fish because they're on the water, you know, pretty much year round.
1: Yes. Yes. I, I, I've heard that from folks that have gone to El Salto and fished and, and they even admitted, I never fished this technique. But by the end of that trip, my guide had me dialed into that technique that I'd never fished before. And I was just hammering fish. Yep. So if you start at Picachos and then go to El Salto on that six-day trip, does your guide come from Picachos and go with you to El Salto as well?
0: No, we have uh, our own guides that are that are locals that grew up on Lake Picachos that's, that are employed by us and stay there. And then we have our guys at uh, El Salto. And most of our guides at El Salto, believe it or not, have been with us 15 to 30 years. A lot of longevity in our, our employment down there. You know, they're just in great guides, too. But when we did first start up uh, Picachos, we actually sent our guides from El Salto over to train the guides over at Lake Picachos. Because a lot of this was new to them, you know, but we hired a lot of the locals, you know, that was part of the deal. And uh, our our trained and experienced guides that have spent their lifetime on the water taught the younger guys how to fish. And so that's how we've created, you know, an awesome guide uh, staff at Lake Picachos.
1: That's awesome. That is, that's an excellent way to ensure that you've got solid guides that know how to deal with customers and, you know, really cater to the customer because going out fishing and being good at fishing your own waters, it's not the same as guiding. You and I both know that. Exactly. Okay. So let's get out of Mexico and let's go a little further south. You guys have a location in Brazil. Let's dig into that.
0: Well, we uh, outfit out of Manaus, Brazil. We fish the Rio Negro and its tributaries. You fly into Manaus, it's the same thing. We'll pick you up in private vans and whisk you off to a hotel. Uh, Usually, uh, Manaus is a little bit different. So we're going to put you in a hotel upon when you get there. Then we're the very next day, or or it might be two days because of the flights, you know, what time you arrive in Brazil, but we're going to whisk you back to the airport. We're going to take small planes, charter planes, float planes, water taxis, or any, or a combination of all of the above to get you up to where the yacht's at. So the yacht is way up around Barcelos, Brazil, up towards Colombia, and we're fishing in the middle of nowhere. So we're going to get you up there. We pull the bass boats behind it, pull them in a train. We have a sister ship that carries all of our staff, our guides, carries all the extra fuel, uh, water, uh, supplies, boat motors, any parts. So, I mean, we're fully self-contained up in the middle of the jungle. Because once you get up there, you know you can't get out of there real quick. Uh, You're the, not running no down. stores. <laughs> oh no, yeah, we we don't even have phone service up there. So, <laughs> That's but uh, yeah, we're not running the Seven Eleven in the middle of Brazil where we're at. But we get you up in the jungle. And, of course, all of our guides, you know, they're natives. They grew up on the river. They've worked for us for many, many years. And let me tell you, these guys put you on some giant peacock bass and, and a lot of other species, too.
1: Wow. So let's talk about this yacht for a second. I'm looking at a picture of it, and this thing is massive. How long is that yacht?
0: Uh, I believe it's 104 foot, but we just built a brand new one that we put into service this year. Wow. Oh, so, uh that uh, I'll actually be hosting a group of 18 uh, here uh, in 30 days. We're flying in on January 10th and uh, we're going to be on the brand new yacht. Of course, uh, we were closed for two years due to COVID, so it hasn't been fished very much in the last couple of years. So mm-hmm. we're really looking forward to getting back down there. Ours is the first group in for Anglers Inn this year, and uh, we're going to try out the brand new yacht. You know, of course, got all the nice bass boats that have been well maintained. And uh, I said, the the fishing. Have you ever caught a peacock bass? I have not. Well, let me tell you what uh, you would if if you could fish for peacocks over largemouth. I, I guarantee you, you'd choose peacocks every time. The top water explosion—they literally rip rods out of your hands. They hit so hard. If you like top water, man, this is a top water fishery right there. The explosions, like you wouldn't believe. But I'm telling you that Amazon and the peacock fishing. I, if that's all I could fish for, that's what I'd fish for.
1: Wow. That's amazing. So let's talk about any of the differences for trip preparation for anglers going to Brazil versus going to El Salto or Picachos. Um, Talk to the folks about, you know, tackle, or are they bringing their tackle or are they bringing reels? What, what are differences? What are the similarities?
0: Well, one of, the, one of the difference fishing in the Amazon with us is we don't want you to bring anything other than your clothing. And, and we're going to ask you to pack light because you're going to have weight limits on your luggage on the small planes getting up to the jungle. Uh, we supply all the uh, St. Croix rods. We preside, uh, provide the Abu Garcia Revo Beast light saltwater reels. We're fishing 60 and 80 pound braid. We actually provide each boat a full tackle box. Uh, you break something, lose it. We replace it that evening when you get back in the boat. We supply everything on that trip. We don't want you. You can bring some tackle if you want, but we don't really want you bringing it. We supply it all. It's all top-notch. Berkeley baits, it's, it's, it's all top-notch stuff, and it's guaranteed to catch fish.
1: That, that sounds very interesting.
0: But you, we even do your laundry on the yacht. So, you know, laundry services are provided on this one, too. You got hot water, air conditioning in the yacht. I mean, this, this is a primo trip. It's, uh, you can even bring the ladies on this one. I've got uh, four or five couples going with me on this trip, including my wife. So we're, we're not roughing it.
1: Wow. And it looks like I'm looking at the bass boats that you have. These are, these are nice aluminum bass boats.
0: These are nice aluminum bass boats. They're fairly quick, and they'll get you just about anywhere you want in the jungle.
1: So really, show up, pack light so that you can get on those smaller planes and eat, drink, fish, sleep, get up, and start all over again. Absolutely, and that's what we go for. (laughs) (laughs) That is amazing. So what are some of the other things maybe in the works for anglers in International? Well,
0: we've got a, a destination coming up out of Crystal River, Florida. Uh, we've got some floating suites and houseboats. We've got some fishing opportunities. We'll be announcing more in the near future. Uh, you know, if you want to get in touch with me, you know, feel free to call me. And uh, if you have any questions about it, and I get you more in depth. But uh, over the next few months, we'll be
1: announcing more. Mike, that's some great information. Explain to the listeners the best way to book a trip.
0: Well, you can uh, go to anglersin.com. Check out our website, and uh, you can either email us and ask for Michael Whitlow, and uh, they'll they'll have me get in contact with you to help you uh, with your trip and all your questions. You can call our one eight hundred number and ask for Mike Whitlow, and they'll get your information, and I'll call you call you back just as soon as I get the info. Or you can uh, email me at mike.whitlow@anglersin.com. At That's Mike.Whitlow at anglersn.com, or you can call me at 509-378-2814, 509-378-2814. And the one thing that I do is when when you call me and I will walk you through the whole trip, I give you that customized service uh, from the time you start to plan it till the time you get there until the time you get home. I'll answer all your questions. I'll send you suggested tackle list. If you want to stay extra nights in Mazatlan, I can arrange that, too. It's some really nice resorts. So I give you the full full meal deal as far as making your vacation the best vacation it ever is if you're going fishing. So that's, that's, that's the difference, and uh, I'd love for you guys to call me. Let's get you hooked up. Let's get you south of the border in Mexico, or even let's get you down to the Amazon.
1: Awesome. Mike, I really appreciate you taking time to hop on with us today and talk a little fishing. And especially showcase the three great locations Anglers Inn International has.
0: Thank you, Doug. And uh, I hope to get some of your, your listeners and viewers out there to come down and visit us. And uh, like I said, it's a bass fishing
1: vacation and you don't want to miss it if that's what you love to do. Awesome. We'll talk to you soon, Mike. Thank you. All right, guys. Listen, check out the website. You've got to see the pictures that are there. I have talked to several friends that go down there and they say the website doesn't even embody the experience that they had. They have nothing but good things to say. You're gonna fish great rods, you're gonna have a great experience, you're gonna catch a lot of fish, whether you're fishing in Mexico, or you decide to pull the trigger and go fish for some giant peacock bass in Brazil. Until next time, thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Ridge to River Outdoors podcast. Subscribe to Ridge to River Outdoors on YouTube and follow Ridge to River Outdoors on Facebook.